and welcome to the Mission Recovery Podcast. My name is Maruf Ahmed, and I'm the co-founder of Quit Genius, the world's leading digital clinic for substance addictions. I'm going to be speaking to inspiring individuals about their journey to addiction recovery. Recovery should be celebrated, and the goal of Mission Recovery is to break down the stigma surrounding addictions and to empower others to live addiction-free lives. This is Mission Recovery. Welcome to the latest episode of the Mission Recovery Podcast. In today's episode, I'm pleased to welcome Carolyn Davidson, Vice President of State Engagement for the Atlas team at Shatterproof. Shatterproof is an outstanding national nonprofit organization working to reverse and end the addiction crisis in America through efforts that include greater access to care and treatment. We'll talk more about the Atlas platform today, along with all the great work that Carolyn and the Shatterproof team are doing related to addiction care and treatment. Atlas is a website resource that helps people search various addiction treatment facilities based on quality, and Carolyn oversees all stakeholder engagement within states. Carolyn, welcome to the podcast. It's so good to have you on. Thank you, Maruf. I am so excited to be here and just excited to talk more about what I do. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more for sure. For the listeners who may not know you, it'd be great if you could tell us a little bit more about yourself and also potentially give a quick overview on Shatterproof as an organization itself. Very happy to do so. Um, so as you said, I lead our stakeholder engagement team. My official title is Vice President of State Engagement. What that means in practice is that I oversee our team that is really the boots on the ground in the states where we're implementing our Atlas website. I like to say that my job is really to talk to people and to build relationships. So prior to coming to Shatterproof, I worked a lot in public health. My master's in public health brought me to New York City, where I am now. Um, And I previously worked in HIV and Hep C, in particular in populations with addiction in an addiction treatment center, as well as with people who have criminal justice experience, people who are LGBTQ, people who may be homeless or may be injecting substances. And then I also did a bit of training with young adults who inject drugs um, on how to be safer. So really, all that is to say that I come from a very public health harm reduction mindset. And I'm very client-centered in the work I do. And so what that means in my current role is, as you mentioned, Shatterproof's a national nonprofit. We work in a lot of different areas. Our main areas of focus are improving the addiction treatment system, supporting and empowering communities, and reducing stigma. So we do that work in our projects. We have a policy team. We have a network of ambassadors who are really kind of grassroots. So within that, sort of the role of Atlas is, as you mentioned, this website. So I help make sure that we are engaging the right people in the website and sort of a nothing about us without us approach that we can't build a website to help navigate addiction treatment if we're not engaging those who are currently working in addiction treatment and have them. Uh, Some amazing work that you and your team are doing there. So thanks so much for telling us a little bit about that. I want to know a little bit more about Carolyn outside of work. (laughs) I was going to say, I was like, I realized that I You had asked that question and I completely forgot. Yeah, so I live, as I mentioned, I live in New York City with my cat, which I'm very excited about. And in terms of really my 
Life in New York is incredible. Over the past few years, I've just come to love the city so much. And I think partly because it allows me to do what I love. In particular, I really enjoy biking in the city, which I realize might sound a little intimidating, but I think that kind of the rush of the cars and the traffic is part of what makes it exciting. I actually biked to work today, which was sort of a mistake. The ground was wet. There was mud all over my clothes, but I cleaned up pretty nicely. Um, I also really love building community. And so by that, I mean, I have a close group of neighbors who I just enjoy seeing and have not previously sort of had that community in kind of close proximity. So for instance, on Sunday, we went to a coffee shop and just sat and drank coffee for four hours and watched the people pass and made friends. And then I think also, I know that you and I, before the podcast started, we're talking a bit. I went on a road trip through the UK recently. I really enjoy traveling and I also am able to drive and can drive stick shift. So this was a very exciting trip to practice my ability to drive stick shift in particular on the left side of the road. So a bit intimidating, but it was such a wonderful time. You see two of my close friends were amazing women. We'd previously sort of met up in Thailand. And so the fact that we were now able to travel to the UK together was just really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks for that, Carolyn. And I know we were just talking before we got on the podcast that we'll soon be neighbours as I move over to New York in less than a month. So I'm excited for that. Uh, And before we dive into some of the other questions, your favourite part of the UK? Okay, so I know that you live near London or in London, as it were. And I will say that London was beautiful, but was, I think, not necessarily my favorite part. I think just because it strikes me as so similar to New York, except that the trains don't run all night, which for me would be very difficult. My friends and I had the chance to go to the Isle of Skye in Scotland, which I'm sure you've been to. Absolutely stunningly beautiful. And we swam in the fairy pools, like just incredible. We hiked Ben Nevis. Yeah, well, I actually, and I hate to admit this, I haven't been to the Isle of Skye. I need to go. There's been so many photos and friends that have been that that made have made me jealous with their incredible photos. So I need to go, uh, especially now I've heard that. So uh, thanks for that, Carolyn. Uh, super helpful. Um, changing tack just a little bit. Today, we're, I guess we're focusing on addiction care and treatment and the great work that Shatterproof does to create change and save lives. But first, I actually thought it'd be a good time to mention that just given how timely this is, Quit Genius is a sponsor of the recent Shatterproof virtual and in-person Rise Up Against Addiction walk, which was held um, just a few days ago on October the 29th. Carolyn, it'd be great if you could just tell us a little bit more about the Rise Up Against Addiction event that Shatterproof hold every year. Yes, great question. So uh, exactly to your point, it's these Rise Up Against Addiction. The full title is the Shatterproof Rise Up Against Addiction 5K Walk Run, which I realize is quite a mouthful. So Rise Up Against Addiction is perfect. And these events, like the one that took place in New York City, are really focused not only as a fundraiser for Shatterproof, but also truly on bringing together the community and really breaking down the stigma. I think what's so incredible about these events is it's a chance for people who are touched by addiction, whether that was in themselves, a loved one, a neighbor, a family member, to come together and really benefit from others who are sharing that experience and are being out and transparent about that. And then in addition, to get connected to community organizations that are doing the same. I've previously attended a few of our walks and you know, as somebody in recovery myself, I think I was just so struck and really, you know, to use like a little word, like so verklempt to see these really incredible people who were able to be 
out about the fact that their family or they themselves were struggling with this disease. So often with addiction, we feel the need to sort of hide in the darkness and to not talk about it and to create a space by shatterproof creating this space where people can come together and say, I'm impacted by this disease. My family's impacted by this disease and we deserve the same love and care as anyone else is it's like really, it's just really incredible. And yeah, it just really moves me in a lot of ways, but also beyond sort of the kind of like emotional, not heaviness, but the emotional importance. These events are just really fun. Um, I myself love to dance. And so as you've probably seen, our events are full of music and dancing, getting to meet new people, getting to see a lot of Shatterproof colleagues who I've only seen through a Zoom screen before. And it's also a chance to honor those who have lost their life from addiction, mm-hmm. again, in a way that's fully honest and that brings the whole person and that doesn't need to hide in any way. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think it, it's totally right. Like that space for folks to connect and raise awareness about addiction is just so important and helps break down some of that stigma that you referenced and alluded to there. And I know the Quit Genius team rallied around this, both in the UK, both virtually and also in the US in NYC. So it was a great event and it was thoroughly enjoyed. And I think, like you said, they're incredibly fun, but the purpose and the mission of them is incredibly noble and, and needed, right? To raise that awareness that, that we need to on a very important cause. So um, thank you so much for organising that. Um, I'm sure this will not be the first event of Shatterproofs that I participate in. So looking forward to many more to come. Um, Congrats also on your recovery, Carolyn. I know we talked about that briefly, but five years in recovery now. So that's amazing. That's a huge achievement. So congratulations on that. Thank you. I am so excited. I really appreciate it. Yes, I'm incredibly grateful. And I think, you know, five years ago or even six years ago, I'll say that, you know, briefly as part of my recovery journey, nobody had told me that I had a problem, even though I I was sort of quote unquote a weekend warrior. I would go out and party and, and maybe black out or throw up, you know, these not great pieces. Nobody at any point told me that I had a problem because it was seen as really normal, just sort of party culture. And the reason I mentioned that is when I first started drinking or stopped drinking, rather, I thought that I would just stop for a year. I was like, I'll just take a break. And then I got six months in and I was like, oh no, this is something that I should do, you know, for the foreseeable future. And so to now be five years sober is just incredible. One of I think it's sort of one of the biggest sources of pride in my life to have reached this point and to also have met so many incredible people on my recovery journey. And I've now been at Shatterproof. I neglected to mention this before. I've now been at Shatterproof for four and a half years. So four and a half of those five years, I've been at an organization that's doing this work. And as my recovery journey has evolved, so has my work at Shatterproof and my perspective on the organization. So just it's really grateful, I'll say. That's amazing. And should absolutely be a source of pride. Five years sober is an incredible, incredible achievement. And unfortunately, that story is all too common on folks not knowing that they have a problem with substances or not knowing that they have an addiction. And it's why, you know, although there are 22 million people out there in the US that have some sort of addiction, only 10% of them actually go out and seek treatment. And that stat always shocks me. So kudos to you for identifying it early and kudos to you for the journey that you've had over the last five years in recovery, but then also four and a half years in Shatterproof. Uh, And it's amazing to see those worlds collide. So uh, thank you for sharing that, Carolyn. Yes, absolutely. And I know I'll say that exactly to your point, 
only a small percentage of those with addiction actually receive treatment. And we don't know, we don't necessarily have a sense of what percent of that are receiving evidence-based treatment. And we don't have a sense of how many are seeking treatment, but ultimately give up because they realize that, you know, they can't find something that meets their insurance needs, uh, that really meets their personal needs, that fits in their work schedule. Yeah. And this, I guess, lends very nicely into the work that I guess both Shatterproof and Quit Genius are doing to help solve that. But I'd love to hear from you more around like the work Shatterproof are doing. And maybe we start right from the beginning and how the organization came about in the first place. Yes, absolutely. So thinking about Shatterproof as an organization, it was started by our founder, Gary Mundell. He did not work in the addiction field. He actually worked in the hotel industry, but Gary had his son, Brian, who was struggling with addiction, who was in and out of different treatment centers. And Brian was actually sort of sober from substances. And he and Gary actually met up and talked. And Brian made it clear that he knew that he wasn't a bad person, but that he was made to feel like that because of the stigma surrounding addiction. And he instead just wanted to be thought of as somebody with a disease who was trying their hardest to heal from that disease. Unfortunately, due to the stigma around addiction, Brian took his own life in 2011. And with his passing, which was incredibly painful for Gary, certainly, and for I think really lends to sort of the emotion that Shatterproof is built on, Gary realized that this scenario where there's a lot of shame and stigma, where Brian should have received evidence-based treatment, should have been welcomed with open arms and supported by the community, and instead wasn't because there's so much shame around addiction. So with that in mind, he founded Shatterproof and really his mission with creating Shatterproof was to base our work off of evidence-based principles. There's a lot of misinformation in the addiction space. I'm sure that at Quit Genius, you see this all the time, that there are a lot of misconceptions about what addiction does and doesn't look like, how one can care for themselves and their loved ones through addiction, what treatment options are out there. And so since Shatterproof's founding, I mentioned sort of the three key pillars that we work in, which is really advancing the addiction treatment system, advancing access to treatment, supporting and empowering communities, and reducing stigma. And our work in those three initiatives has really grown after, uh, I'd say, through the end of the last year, we've hired probably 20 people, which is immense given that we're an organization of about 70 now. So I'd say that we've hired just a little under uh, 30% more staff. So that's sort of the sort of the piece around Shatterproof. And the reason that we keep doing the work that we do is exactly to your point, that there are so many people who are struggling with addiction. And, you know, this number really grows continuously every year. It's especially been exacerbated by the fentanyl crisis that we're seeing several million people struggling with addiction and that they don't necessarily have access to the information or the support they need to get help and move towards their recovery. So that's sort of what motivates Shatterproof and what really motivates our work with Atlas. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, especially given some of the statistics that you've just shared there, Carolyn, the work that organizations like Shatterproof are doing has never been more important um, with 
everything that's going on at this moment in time and addiction being at its worst state that it's ever been. And the, I guess, tremendous toll of addiction just increasing on a yearly basis. So once again, thank you for sharing the story on Gary and his son, a, a very touching story, but you know, it's great to see Gary channel all of that into an amazing organization that is Shatterproof and some of the work that is now being done there. So I wanted to actually spend some time diving into that and maybe we can start on the Atlas program. And if you could tell us a little bit about the purpose, the goals in providing access and treatment. Certainly. For Context Atlas is a free not-for-profit website that helps people search for and compare addiction treatment options based on quality. So I like to say that it's the consumer reports for addiction treatment. So really the impetus for Atlas is that in 2018, Shatterproof released the National Principles of Care for Substance Use Disorder Treatment. So these are eight key principles that reflect sort of parts that should be part of any person's addiction treatment journey. One of my colleagues likes to describe it as almost a patient's bill of rights for addiction treatment. When we release those principles, you'll note these principles were derived from the 2016 Surgeon General's Report on Addiction. They're backed by decades of research. They were determined with a group of subject matter experts. When we released those principles, it was with the sign-on of 16 health insurers, national and state-based, who agreed to identify, promote, and reward care that aligns with those principles, which was really a monumental step. But we also knew that this was just the beginning, that signing on to principles is naturally different than sort of seeing those principles exacted or measured or sort of supported. And so we also knew that navigating the addiction treatment space can be very difficult, even for those of us working in treatment. I'm sure you and others at Quit Genius have found it difficult to find the right treatment for a loved one despite working in this field. So with that in mind, we created Atlas and we initially launched in six states and we are now live in 10 states. So that's Delaware, Florida, Louisiana, Massachusetts, New York, North Carolina, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And I'll note that I have to go in alphabetical order so that I don't miss any of the states. We're coming to California uh, in 2023 in spring, and we're also coming to three additional states in the fall of 2023 that we can't announce yet. So all that to say, this is a website that we really hope will you know, is currently in our state sort of the source for information on the quality of addiction treatment and that we hope to grow nationally. And I'll say that what makes Atlas unique is that we're not sort of necessarily parachuting into a state and saying, we know what's best for you as a state and we know what your treatment landscape looks like. Instead, we come in and really the team that I supervise, our job is to build those relationships with the key stakeholders to understand what makes each state unique, how can we best implement in a given state, and how can we best the needs of the state's residents. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for sharing that. It's great to see the rapid growth in a very much needed time. It's definitely testament to all the hard work that you and the team are putting in there. So I was curious, uh, Carolyn, how do organizations like Quit Genius with shared missions to really provide quality care for those suffering from addiction, how do they help support Shatterproof achieve some of their goals and objectives? Yes, absolutely. And so I think, you know, starting with the Atlas lens, you know, I think with Atlas, we're at a point, we're almost, we're almost reaching that inflection point where people are sort of visiting the website much more frequently, 
I'm beginning to sort of do more of those searches on the website, but we're still not yet sort of that cusp where it's becoming a household name. And so I think what's so great about being able to collaborate with Genius, being able to be on this podcast and just being able to connect more broadly to have lunch uh, with Virginia staff is really about getting the word out about Atlas. This is a completely free resource. We see it as a tool in the tool belt to help people along their recovery journey. And so at this point, really, our hope with our partners is to get the word out also because it doesn't cost any money. It's really there to be seen as a resource. But I think also what's great is the work that Quit Genius has been doing, for instance, at our New York walk in showing support for and really helping to fundraise for this organization, for the work that Shatterproof is doing, and also helping to show that there is visible support out there or work in addiction. There are people who are actively working in this field who don't believe that it should be stigmatized. And I think that that is so much of, I think the the key part of our partnerships is to be able to come together as a united front and say, we are two organizations that are working to support people with addiction. This is not a disease that needs to be hidden in the shadows. And I think also sort of mutually of collaborating and saying, here are resources. If you need help on your recovery journey, we are here to help you. Absolutely. And I couldn't have said that better myself. I think this is such a grand challenge that's facing the US as a whole. So working together to really solve this is is something that we're committed to doing so and anything we can do to help. Uh, I think it's been great to collaborate so far. And also, I think the Quit Genius team rallied together to raise tens of thousands of dollars to help support the cause, which blows my mind all the time. So I'm so grateful that we can help. And and like I said, I'm sure it'll be the start of a, a very fruitful mutual relationship going forward. So thank you so much for sharing that, Carolyn. Um, I wanted to also touch a little bit on uh, some of the work that Shatterproof are doing to ensure there's, I guess, fair, equitable and affordable care to everyone out there that needs it, especially those with substance use disorders that are in, I guess, like difficult to reach communities. So do you mind just touching a little bit on that, um, Carolyn, and some of the work that Shatterproof as an organisation are doing there? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'd say that as I sort of touched on previously, we have different kind of areas of focus, but also different teams within Shatterproof. And one such team is our policy team, which is headed by our chief policy officer, Kevin Roy. And that team is working at the federal and state level to really increase access to not just treatment in general, but also in particular evidence-based treatment and treatment that encompasses all the needs of someone with addiction. So part of our work is really moving forward collaborative care. So the collaborative care model being a model of treatment that encompasses both primary care and behavioral health or mental health care. And the reason that this is so crucial to helping people get access for treatment is that a lot of people are receiving addiction treatment or behavioral health treatment from a primary care physician. And in many ways, that makes a lot of sense if you're already meeting with your primary care physician, and this can sort of be another piece of that. But in other ways, we know that people aren't getting necessarily more comprehensive care for their addiction or mental health. So the collaborative care model reimburses for that cross-functional care that is taking care of more than just a person's physical health, more than just their mental health, but really both together. 
and Shatterproof's work on the ground is moving forward Medicaid coverage of collaborative care. And so by that, I mean the ability for providers who accept Medicaid to bill for the work that really is collaborative, to bill for, say, a mental health visit in a primary care office and vice versa. And this is so important because we know that so many people across the United States are on Medicaid, that that's their primary form of insurance. And so having access to that care that really meets their needs and can be sort of within their reach financially is a crucial part. And I'll note that also a key piece of what Atlas is doing and sort of Shatterproof as a whole is making sure that our communications are also really culturally competent, that there's one way of communicating with one community, with one race, with one ethnicity, with one identity group. But we want to understand how to more effectively communicate with different cultures to recognize that addiction may not be discussed the same way in every culture. And so part of the work that we're doing with Atlas is piloting a project to understand how to make our communications, our website, and really the relationships that we have much more cognizant of the different identities that may be underserved. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And thank you so much for um, sharing some insights there and everything from, you know, the collaborative care model that you've shared there all the way through to personalized communications is so so important everyone who has an addiction or everyone who's suffering from a substance use disorder is different and they will need a personalized treatment plan and there'll be different messaging that resonates better for a certain group of population and another group of population so we really need to as you know folks that are trying to support some of these members within this space i guess like tailor the messaging and the treatment to those folks and i think that the thing that you touched on really delivering holistic care is important addiction is a chronic disease that needs to be treated in a holistic way it can't just be treated by one thing out of the collaborative care model it needs to be treated holistically so the focus on that and um, that your organization is trying to deliver and, and, and push forward there I think is incredibly important I absolutely agree and I think that's why Atlas is so beneficial and I'll say that you know, even for myself, before I worked largely in the addiction treatment space, when most people think of treatment, they think of either 12-step or kind of 30-day residential or kind of the traditional rehab. And they think of going away somewhere for treatment and of having it be hush-hush and then coming back or being in say, the basement of a church and sharing that they have addiction, but not necessarily being able to be in the spotlight or get treatment in their neighborhood. And so much of our work with Atlas is focused on clarifying exactly your point. Treatment doesn't look the same for everybody, that there's treatment that works for sort of the severity of your addiction. In other words, like, you know, how strong your addiction is currently, how much of an impact it's having on your life. Um, but also that I like to say that good treatment doesn't have to be out of state, that you don't have to, certainly if you want to, you know, we'll support that, but that you can find good treatment in your community. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is all part of that goal to increase that 10% of folks that are actually going out to seek treatment. At the moment, there's a lot of inertia to go out and seek treatment. Do I need to take 30 days of work and go out of state and go to an inpatient center and have to tell my family and my boss about this and be away from them? Or can this be something that I can access in state and far more accessibly and even for quick geniuses sake at the comfort and privacy of your own home as well, right? So I think there's a, a lot of education 
education that needs to be done here around the newer forms of treatment and the wider forms of treatment that might not necessarily be a top of mind for folks that are suffering from an addiction. And that education, I think, is the key to helping break down some of the stigma that we've mentioned and, and hopefully reduce some of those barriers and the inertia for folks to go out and seek that treatment that they need. Oh, I absolutely agree. And I think of uh, during the pandemic, I had, you know, for many people, addiction got much worse because there was a lot of isolation, a lot of mental health struggles. And I had a close friend who was previously sober from alcohol and relapsed pretty severely during the pandemic. And this is somebody who I lived only six blocks away from who I knew that I could help but I didn't know how. I didn't know what sort of the first step was. I knew that she was on Medicaid, but I didn't know sort of where do I even begin? And exactly to your point, part of the stigma is just not knowing. I remember previously with Shatterproof, we did work with non-addiction providers to understand sort of the barriers for them to really treating patients with addiction. And one ER doctor said, I know that if I see a heart attack in the ER, that I call cardiology and there's a process in place. But if I see somebody who's overdosed or who's relapsed, that same process isn't in place. And so, so much of the work with Shatterproof and with Atlas in particular is to clarify what that process looks like and really hold people's hands through that to say, this doesn't have to be a mystery. Here is a website that you can use. And also here are the steps that you can take to make sure that you're supporting the loved one or even yourself. Yeah, I'm Firstly, sorry to hear that on your friend, but it's great to hear like the support that you could have provided in that instant. And actually, it is a key thing to highlight here in the sense that there are so many times where it's the loved one, it's the it's the spouse, it's the best friend that can really be there and be that, I guess, support or helping hand to go out and seek treatment in the first step, because that's often the hardest, the hardest step in the whole process. So appreciate the story that you shared there and the support there as well. I'm sure your friend is very grateful and also very lucky to have you as, as a friend. Carolyn, I'm sure a lot of the listeners are resonating with a lot of the things that you're sharing about Shatterproof and the organization at large, but then also some of the work that Shatterproof are doing. Where can they find out more about Shatterproof? How can they support? Um, tell us a little bit more about some of the additional resources and where they can find out a little bit more about Shatterproof. Yes, great question. And as we were talking, I was like, I haven't mentioned the, like, the website or the URL once, but then I was like, also, that might sound like an ad. I digress. So Shatterproof is a completely free website. Anybody can visit shatterproof.org. You can spell that out. It's S-H-A-T-T-E-R-T-R-O-O-F.org uh, to find resources about addiction. And by that, I don't just mean where to find addiction treatment, but also guides where, you know, how do you know if you or a loved one might be struggling with addiction, even if it's even if you don't use that term, how do you know that your loved one might be struggling with substance use and might need help? We have information where you can take sort of a quick quiz to understand, you know, might I have a problem? If I do sort of what are the appropriate next steps? Is it that I should cut back? Is it that I should seek treatment? Is it that I should talk to my provider? So all of that is available on shatterproof.org. We also have guidance on navigating treatment based on your insurance, what to look for when seeking addiction treatment but also the ability to connect with other people in who are touched by addiction, either for themselves or a loved one. And we have really a place for people to share their stories of recovery or for them to share sort of their why, you know, 
Was there a loved one who passed due to addiction? Was there a friend who's now sober, but who really touched them deeply with their addiction? Um, and then also just to see the sort of initiatives that we have going on to help support our policy work, to sign on to petitions, to offer to share a story, really even in front of legislators to really convey how important this work is. So that's both on our Shatterproof website. And then we also have our social media. We we're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at, at ShatterproofHQ. And we're also on Instagram at We Are Shatterproof. Certainly, we recommend that you connect with us in any way possible. And, and then I'll also note that the work that we do with Atlas, we have our Atlas website, which is treatmentatlas.org. Again, completely free, not for profit. And that can be found through Shatterproof's website or by directly going to the website. I'll also note that what's great about sort of the work that Shatterproof is doing through Atlas is that, as I mentioned, Atlas is currently live in 10 states. And then I'll just mention those states again quickly because I know it can be hard to remember, but it's Delaware, Florida, Louisiana, Massachusetts, New York, North Carolina, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. So basically we have a lot of sort of the Eastern seaboard and then a little bit of the South. We're coming to California next year. But the reason that I mentioned that is that Atlas is not live across the country yet. But for those who are seeking treatment for themselves or a loved one, Shatterproof contains so many resources that can help guide them on their treatment journey, even if they don't yet have Atlas in their state. Shatterproof also includes information on where they can search for treatment. It won't necessarily have the quality metrics, but it will help to sort of begin that journey. So all that is to say that if somebody has any questions about addiction, if they're not sure, if they think that a loved one might have an addiction, they're sort of curious, I certainly encourage them to check out shatterproof.org or treatmentatlas.org so that they can learn more and, and just have that information in mind, even if they are, or to point, even if their loved one isn't ready to take that first step, they now have that tool in their tool belt for when that person is ready. Thank you so much for that, Carolyn. Um, listeners, please check out those websites that Carolyn has shared. A great organisation doing some great work and I think a, a really good note to end on. So that's a, a wrap for today. Thank you so much, Carolyn, for joining and educating us about Shatterproof and all the efforts that the organisation is doing to end this addiction crisis in the US. Thank you for having me, Maruv. I am so grateful to be here. I'm so glad that Quit Genius attended our New York Rise Up Against Addiction. I'm just excited to collaborate more. Amazing. Thank you, Carolyn. Yeah. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for tuning in. You can find out more about Quit Genius on quitgenius.com and the podcast on missionrecoverypodcast.com. If you've enjoyed our content, I'd really appreciate if you could subscribe and consider leaving us a review. Thank you.